Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. I mean, I've been doing this podcast now for almost like a year, 10 months. And I've researched a lot of things, okay, and I've researched a lot of random things. I've gone down a lot of random rabbit holes. But there's nothing more terrifying than what I'm going to talk about with you today, okay, in my opinion, all right? And that is killer whales or orchids, all right? You might be thinking to yourself, why are you talking about this? Well, I went down a rabbit hole, and this episode is really a representation of that rabbit hole. So we're going to get into it, and when you're done with this podcast, your mind's going to be absolutely blown by the types of things we're talking about. So let's get into it. So originally, why did I want to get into this? Well, I was actually um, reading an article about how off the coast of Gibraltar in Spain, which is which is considered to be part of a British, um, whatever, British Isle um, Peninsula, there's been a whole situation where orchids or killer whales are now, in fact, coming together and sinking ships and boats. So originally when I was doing research into it, a big thing that happens whenever I'm doing a podcast is I'm trying to determine, can I talk about this for 15 minutes? Does it make any sense? So whenever you're looking into this story, what's so crazy about it is I was like, okay, so what is so unique about these this the orchids? And when I read the um, the article first, the doctor said he's not really, you know, there's a doctor or an individual who studies killer whales. He's indicating, hey, you know, we don't really know why this is going on. We have potential belief that it could be X. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit more. But going into these stories, it's been really, really enlightening. So let's get in kind of the first understanding of orchids or killer whales. Or- orcas, orchids or flowers. I'm just going to say killer whales. So killer whales in itself are actually apex predators. So whenever you hear that, what apex means is that they're at the top of the list. So when I was a kid, we would watch this movie called Free Willy, and it was like a fun movie about this dolphin who looked like a large panda. Well, that large panda is probably the most deadliest, highly in tune, most intelligent killer in the whole ocean, possibly in the world. Now, the thing about orchids, I'm sorry, killer whales that are so, so unique is they actually have one of the biggest brains out of all species in the whole world. And the complexities of this brain allow them to have an IQ that's equivalent to a 15 to 16 year old um, teenager. That's kind of what is being said. And potentially it has a really high IQ. Now, as a result of this, what's so different about killer whales is they're, they're often in pods. And when they talk and they have dialects between each pod, what's known now is they actually have different dialects and how they communicate, different forms of communication. And they are a, a, a group animal. So whenever we look for an example off the, off the coast of Gibraltar where these killer whales are sinking ships, they're doing it together. And what's really kind of coming through is they actually potentially think they're doing it for fun or as a representation of trauma. So trauma is really big, actually, within the killer whale community, um, and we can. And whenever we get into it, what what some scientists are indicating that there's a killer whale by the name of Gladys, 
who potentially had a traumatizing experience with one of the boats, and as a result of it, she is now organizing and teaching younger killer whales how to attack in a sink boats, sinking them. In one situation, they sunk a boat, okay, and after they sunk it, they left. They didn't really care. People hopped on the other ships, and what we really have to understand about killer whales is there's no real history of them killing humans in the wild um, unless they're really, really hungry. Um, and, and, and really what we have more is um, killer whales killing within captivity. And there's one story that actually happened in 2010 and I'm going to go ahead and play you a clip of it just to give you some context about it. Tilikum, a captive killer whale, staring at his trainers. Tilikum is responsible for killing three individuals while in captivity at multiple parks. Tilikum's first victim was Kalti Burn in 1991. In an exhibit with two other orcas, Tilikum pulled Kalti underwater and started batting her around. The other two whales joined in and it made for a gruesome scene. Witnesses say Kalti was ripped limb from limb. After this incident, Tilikum would be moved to SeaWorld Orlando, where he would take his second victim in 1999. Daniel Dukes visited the park and hit during closing time. Once the park was closed he snuck into the whale exhibit where Tilikum killed him for invading his habitat. In 2010 Tilikum would take his final victim, a trainer named Don Brancho. Witnesses say Tilikum grabbed Don's ponytail, pulled her underwater, ripped the top of her scalp off. I mean, is that not the craziest thing you've ever heard in your life? And the fact that Tilikum still was being like used in SeaWorld was crazy. So I think these stories in itself are something that it's like, this is like what's really interesting about the research I've kind of determined is killer whales have unique personalities. And there's been a lot of tragic things that happened in captivity. Another killer whale was by the name of Hugo. Now, Hugo was captured back in the 70s and, and was put in a very small tank at SeaWorld. Now the, the, um, the porpoises actually live in that tank. And as a result of it, he actually ended up killing himself from hitting himself in the head so much. He was in captivity for 85 days. Now, when we look at killer whales, we can determine that they have personalities and they have certain moods and they don't like to be um, actually, they don't, I mean, it's almost like they don't really want to be in captivity. And as a result of it, I think there's been kind of a switch. There was a movie called Black Water that kind of went into detail and it's really transitioned it. But getting into like more of the aspects of killer whales, when we look at them as a species, okay, like they, like great white sharks are terrified of killer whales. So much so that if they're in their hunting ground and they have any um, conflict with them and they live, they won't come back to that hunting ground for years, possibly years. And what's so crazy about killer whales is they understand the actual biology of a killer shark. Now, what do I mean when I say that? They will actually hunt great whale sharks. They'll hit them multiple times and flip them over on their back. And when a shark is flipped over, it's disoriented and paralyzed. And they will slowly eat it until it's dead or slowly like attack it. But what's so crazy is the killer whale only eats the liver of the shark. It doesn't eat the whole thing. It has like a taste for just the liver, you know, and it will just kill it. And in certain situations too, they actually kill humpback whales. And what they'll do whenever they're killing them is they'll surround them. They'll hit them multiple times and they'll cover the blowhole of the humpback whale. I mean, if that is not the craziest thing I've ever heard in my entire life, I mean, the fact that you have that, that ability as a, as a species to understand the biology of other animals is insane. 
you know, and I think that's probably why there's so much talk about them sinking ships because it's like, I'm not worried about AI anymore. I'm worried about killer whales taking over. Okay. Cause like if killer whales have the ability to do that, like what else can they do now? What's even crazier the story than one I just told you is there is a group of killer whales and their buddies and their name is port and starboard because they have like, like fins that bend a certain way. And they have been terrorizing great white sharks off the coast of South Africa for 20 years. Okay. Back in this, back in February of the 23rd of 2023, it's reported that they killed 17 great white sharks in one day just for fun. Like the animal kills for fun, not to eat. Like, and there's other videos too of this little porpoise laying on this like huge glacier ice and he looks like he's safe and the killer whales pop up and look at it from the corner of, of their eye. Okay. And they see it and they form this little team and I saw the, the, and I couldn't believe it. And they formulated the team and they came back in and they were all swimming under the, the, the ice that the porpoise was on and they broke the freaking ice and then they killed it. Okay. Like, I mean, this the the ability for them to navigate and hunt is just insane. They also can swim up to 30 miles an hour, and they live close to 30 to 90 years old. So if the, you look at, like, these two whales, Port and Starbird, and their ability to terrorize sharks for so long and kill great white sharks, but, like, think about the ability to terrify a great white shark, okay? what's even crazier is like some of these animals are legit psychopaths okay there's another story where there was a group of killer whales that actually went in front of a humpback whale found the kid okay of the humpback whale and kill and ate it in front of the mother all right like i mean like when you hear these stories it's like this sounds like something you know for me like i didn't realize that they had so much ability and they're so tech like tactically sound as a species in a group you know and you think about the ability of the the iq and like another crazy fact about them right is they never really sleep because they are mammals right and they're underwater what happens is like they'll get gulps of air and they'll breathe and they'll shut down their left and right brain in order to get rest like they're never fully sleeping all right and i want to play another crazy thing for you where it's actually an a, a, a um a news bit from the UK talking about how porpoises can actually talk, talk. Our next act tonight is the talking orcas. If you don't think an orca can talk, give a listen. Here's Mark Phillips. We already knew whales talk to each other in whale speak. And we knew that different pods have different dialects. But we didn't know they could speak like us. That's the claim of researchers who've been working with a chatty orca named Wiki at a marine park in southern France. Hello. The conversations were part of a study published by the prestigious Royal Society. All right. I think I've given you, the listener, a lot of facts about the craziness about orchids and killer whales. I mean, let's let's break it down real quick. They're figuring out how to sink ships as it relates to having some type of trauma, being traumatized or doing it for fun. Great white, 
great white sharks are terrified of them. Like they have nightmares about them. Okay. Think about that. Number two or number three, they potentially have the ability to talk. Like you heard that little thing say hello. That's terrifying. Okay. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm visually, visually, I'm upset. I'm going to have, I'm going to have nightmares about them. Because like, whenever you think about it, you think they're these cute little wet pandas, but they're not. They're little devilish monsters that own the sea, okay? And they're everywhere. They can live in hot and cold climates. They can do whatever. Like, and it really makes me think of Jurassic Park when you think about the raptors hunting in the first one. Well, there's, like, no real data of that actually happening. Like, we don't really know if raptors were in groups and hunting like that. It's just kind of a speculation. But when we look at how orchids hunt... As apex predators, I mean, what we see now, we're seeing probably, like, if you look at it, like, it's probably the best team effort from another species to go after something in a tribalist mentality in order to kill it. But the fact that they kill for fun, too, is just insane. So, from here on out, like, I really don't think orchids should ever be put in captivity because they're terrifying and potential weapons. The fact that the other one was able to kill somebody... And they, like, were still in captivity for 20 years just blows my mind. Like, why would you not, why would you keep having that part of, like, the park? I mean, that's just insane. So, I think, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with, with Gibraltar, but if they keep sinking ships, something's going to have to be done and it relates to probably figuring out what the intention is. It's like, how do you figure out what the intention is with the killer well? Um and why they are attacking ships. So it's something that I probably, I'll keep doing research on it, and I'll keep you guys updated. But once again, I think it's probably the craziest stories and probably the craziest wormhole I've gone down, like where it's not a conspiracy theory, but it's actual facts. So y'all do some research too, and if you see this happening, if you see, if you're ever approached by a killer whale in the wild, don't think it's like free willy. Okay, that thing is a murderous monster who kills for fun, okay, who has done, like, and, and potentially could talk. I mean, could you imagine being in an environment where you're working at SeaWorld and a killer whale grabs you and pulls you under the water and there's nothing you can do about it and that creature is intelligent enough to know how to potentially drown you? Because in all reality, if a killer whale knows how to drown a humpback whale, how does it not know how to drown a human? I mean, the logic, I feel like the humpback whale is way more complex. Um, and if they if they do things for fun, it's like we don't know, too, if they're just sinking ships for fun. Like, they could be bored. Like, if you're that intelligent species and you're out hunting all the time and you're doing things for fun, we don't know what they're really capable of doing. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Please like and follow on Spotify and on iTunes and go ahead and if you guys give me a like, that would be amazing. I'd really appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening and we'll get back to you tomorrow.